It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hello there guys, what is going on? Daniel Charles back here again. It's my team selector, the first of 2024 for the game against Preston tomorrow evening at Stamford Bridge, the FA Cup third round. This always feels like kind of the halfway point of the season and hopefully Chelsea can start 2024 as they mean to go on by progressing to the next round. And then of course, shortly after tomorrow night's game, we face another championship club in Middlesbrough as we head into the Carabao Cup semi-final first leg. So as always, what we do on Team Selector, we'll look at Pochettino's press conference, some of the key quotes, team news. We'll look a little bit at Preston and then I'll give you my predicted 11. Comment of the day, what is your starting 11? Who are you most excited to see? What changes do you think should be made? Do you think Pochettino will and should make any changes towards this game? Because we have got the Carabao Cup semi-final and what is a bigger priority for you so far this season? But let's get into it with Pochettino's press conference. So he actually did say quite a lot in this presser. I mean, I cover a lot of press conferences and really all I care about is team news. But he did say quite a lot. He was asked quite a few questions about the transfer window. He was asked about Conor Gallagher. But in terms of team news, there is actually quite a bit to get through, more than I suspected, which is a little bit frustrating because the options for this game feel a little bit more limited than I suspected they would be. We know Chelsea's injury problems, but... They're not as, I think, preferable to what Pochettino may have wanted to go into this game where he could have rotated a little bit more. So he said that Chilwell and Connie Chukameka are not available for tomorrow. They'll see for the next game. They are doing well, obviously, back in training. That's great news that they are, you know, basically that close to returning. I didn't expect they'd be ready for this game. Lavia, though, is still recovering. They don't know when he'll be available again. Of course, that's a massive problem. He had the problem with his quad against uh, Palace. And Benoit Badiashu apparently not available as well. Andre Santos has, of course, come back from his loan. So we need to see what happens with him as well. Pochettino wasn't really giving much away on that aspect. Of course, Chelsea have to make a pretty quick decision with Santos whether they're going to keep him for the rest of this season or loan him out. Because if he plays tomorrow, then, of course, he cannot go out on loan. So maybe Chelsea will be thinking that maybe that selection or not selection tomorrow will give us an indication on Santos's future. The final thing here was that Christopher Nkunku is not ready to start. He's had a little issue this week. 
but he will be in the squad, which is a negative, positive. I mean, at least he's not fully ruled out, but I mean, a player that we think is going to be really integral. And I thought the final thing here was just in terms of how many changes Pochettino could make. I mean, maybe this is just kind of mind games, a, a, a manager not wanting to kind of disrespect the, the opponent, not wanting to disrespect the competition when you expect Chelsea to more heavily rotate than they would in a Premier League game. But he said, not too many changes. We are playing with circumstances. I think that's referring to injuries. It's not going to change too much the team. You will see maybe one or two who are not normally in the starting eleven. We take it like it's a Premier League game. So very strong words. And I think to a lot of people, it makes a lot of sense to take the FA Cup and Carabao Cup very seriously because... Yeah, Chelsea have done well in recent weeks in the Premier League, but you know, do we have any guarantee that Chelsea will continue that momentum in the Premier League? And the chances of us getting in the Champions League for next season feel slim at this point. Yeah, sure, some form of European football, but the idea of going the distance when we don't have European football this season, focusing in on the FA Cup and Carabao Cup makes a lot of sense. So Preston... Chelsea really are heavy favourites for this game. I mean, if you look at Preston's recent form, they've lost four of their last five in the championship. They're 14th in the championship. Will Keane is their top scorer. They play a 4-1-4-1, but I suspect that 4-1-4-1 will become more of a 4-5-1, to be honest. They're going to have to do a lot of defending tomorrow. But you always go into these games with a little bit of caution because... The expectation is so much on Chelsea to win this game comfortably and that mentality shift where Chelsea, it feels like at times play better when they're not expected to win or they're expected where they're going to have to play very well compared to one where it's a little bit lethargic. Maybe people aren't as invested inside the ground because again, there's just that kind of general expectation that Chelsea are going to steamroll. I do think it'll be a little bit more tricky than that. We're not playing a non-league team, but in terms of confidence, you're not coming up against a team with lots of it. But we know the cliche, the magic of the FA Cup and Chelsea still need to be, I think, very aggressive, intense. And I think the positivity on that aspect is it looks like Pochettino is going to field quite a strong team. And that's going into my prediction. That's kind of what I suspect because I, I think his hand is is being forced a little in that this aspect. I personally would have liked to have seen a little bit more rotation because you do have that semi-final away from home on um, Tuesday, isn't it? Tuesday or Wednesday. So there's going to be a quick turnaround for that game, which is very important. And you would have probably wanted to play your kind of strongest 11 in that game and then maybe do a little bit of rotation which he still can in this game it's not like he's not got no scope or no flexibility margin to to rotate because I do think there are some players notably that I'd like to see get significant minutes in this game who haven't so far this season and I think are deserving of it so this is my starting 11 I think Petrovic will keep his place in goal I don't think Bergstrom will be starting this game he may be one of the surprises Pochettino is hinting at but Petrovic is very much staked as claim as, as first choice and I don't see a reason to kind of take him away from that position right now. Malo Gusto is a player I'd like to rest. Maybe Axel Dezassi comes in in his place and he plays right back so there could be a bit of flexibility but if we're going for a stronger 11 I think Malo Gusto will play and of course you do have the flexibility that you can rotate and, and of course sub later on in the game if you need to to maybe rest those legs of Malo Gusto. Alfie Gilchrist though is kind of the one big addition I want to see Pochettino bring into this team for me because um, Gilchrist has made such an impact in such a short space of time off the bench. He, you know, his his aggression, 
his leadership, the, the way he was so vocal in that Crystal Palace game when he didn't have a lot of time to impact things and showing more leadership than players way older than him have. I mean, negative on that front, but positive that he's such a imposing character. And I think we've got to learn a lot about Alfie in a short period of time for those who don't really know that much about the academy for him to come into this environment. And of course, we saw the amazing tackle effect. It could have, you know, you could say based on Chelsea's inability to defend Lewin Crosses yes, um, last week, how crucial that block was, that challenge right at the end. And he kicks the ball away, he celebrates. And I just think this is the moment to give Gilchrist a start. I, I really do think this is a perfect opportunity for him to get significant minutes because he's likely not going to start against Middlesbrough. So I think this is the perfect time to do so. Levi Colwell, I think, will play on the left side of defence. This is something that many people have been maybe calling for. He's played so much, pretty much all of the season so far at left back. A few odd weeks where he wasn't because whether Motka Correa was playing there or Levi himself was out the team. To me, we want to see him very much assert himself in this position. I think a lot of that has to do with maybe the return of Ben Sherwell. If Ben Sherwell... And this is a massive ask if he stays fit for the rest of the season. And I think it is more likely that Colwell is going to start moving over to compete at uh, left centre-back rather than left-back. But I feel like, again, this is a perfect game. Maybe if you're looking at Alfie Gilchrist, you're saying, do you want Thiago Silva next to him? But I mean, given we've got, as I say, an away game midweek, I don't really want to be pushing Thiago Silva beyond what you know you kind of need to at this stage. And I think Colwell is an experienced enough player to take that role and be a leading figure in that defence. Ian Matson, maybe I'm being unrealistic and, and we just might see Levi at left back, but Ian Matson, you know, it's likely he's going to be moving on this this window to Borussia Dortmund. I could see that move happening either as a loan or as a transfer, a permanent transfer. But I do think, you know, with the options we actually have currently, I think that Ian Matson playing left back just makes a lot of sense just for this moment, even if he doesn't have a very long-term future at Chelsea. Going into midfield, I think Enzo Fernandez and Moises Casado feels like the obvious pick here. I mean, in terms of central midfield options, Lavia's injured. Leslie Ogochukwu is um, out for about, I think, six weeks, isn't it, with a hamstring injury. So there isn't tons of options here. And I kind of am wanting to give Conor Gallagher his much-deserved rest because he has played pretty much every time for Chelsea this season. I mean, he has kind of been the the regular feature, the player that's been relied upon so often. And again, at this time of the season, maybe it is the point to take Gallagher out. I think there is concern over doing that because there is a fear for me when you take Gallagher out, that kind of connectivity throughout the team does drop that intensity. There is a, a fear that that drops as well. Uh, but I still think there should be enough quality. And I think Enzo, who's obviously come back from his own fitness issues, it, it's the right time to get him back up to speed. Moises Casado, I would like to see rotation in this aspect. He, he shouldn't be playing the full 90 for me because he, he, even though he hasn't had injury problems recently, he has had some illness problems. So you don't want to push him beyond the limit when it's not really needed. But I think both of those will start in midfield. Madawake, we spoke about him extensively in the breakdown episode. His improvement in recent weeks has been brilliant or just impact on the team and showing his quality when he's actually got substantial minutes. And I think that should continue in this game on the right wing. And hopefully he shows that that risk taking, that directness that I think we've loved to see from uh, Madawake since he joined Chelsea. Cole Palmer starting as the number 10. I, I would have played Christopher Nkunku in this role, to be honest. I thought Nkunku was set to start this game, but because he's not, I feel like Cole Palmer is kind of, it's, it's Palmer or Gallagher who's going to play in this kind of role. So I 
prefer to give it to Cole Palmer. Hopefully he can continue an incredible run in terms of just actually impacting, scoring or assisting. Raheem Sterling hasn't played uh, recently. Of course, he got suspended for the game against Crystal Palace. I think Sterling really needs to prove himself. I think he needs to prove himself in the second half of this season on two fronts for me. You know, I think number one, he needs to uh, track back a lot better. I think we were praising Nani Manawake for this and you know, play, praising uh, Mikhailo Madrid. I thought there have been too many times where Sterling as an experienced head has let down the defence. He hasn't tracked back enough. I don't think this is a game where maybe he's going to be exposed and questioned as much in that aspect. But then also the chance he messes up against Wolves is just unacceptable for any player. But especially someone of the quality of Raheem Sterling is just atrocious. I really hope he is hungry to prove people wrong who doubt him, who've been frustrated by him. Even though actually when you look at numbers, he's one of Chelsea's best performing players this season in front of goal. But really those moments, he he's done it twice this year where he's been through on goal and you've just got to be unselfish. You've just got to make the easiest pass in the world and Chelsea are guaranteed a goal. I really hope that Sterling can get better at that. It's just, it's, it's sad for me to even say a player like him should get better at that because it's just so obvious. But that's where we are. And I think Sterling needs to respond now. So I think he'll get the opportunity from the off against Preston tomorrow. Finally, Armando Breuer. Nicholas Jackson has gone now to AFCON. Uh, best of luck to him. Uh, to play for Senegal and hopefully he, he remains fit and he has a good uh, tournament. You know, he's been playing really well for Chelsea. I, I really do. I think his all-round game, Nicholas Jackson, has uh, has really come to the fore in recent weeks and it's something we focused on a lot in recent shows, uh, especially on the breakdown in, in my review of the Luton game because I think a lot of people just try to brush aside basically his all-round game, his hold-up, his layoffs, his intelligent movement. This is something Breuer is going to have to compete with to make himself a regular because he is probably going to be relied upon a little bit more over the next month because we don't know those kind of injury or fitness things with Christopher and Kunku because then maybe you could see Kunku playing as a number nine rather than a number 10, which I, I could absolutely see happening in the future. But for, for Breuer, this is a massive chance, you know, I think for him to, to really prove himself as a starting player as someone that does have a future at Chelsea, because I do have my doubts over him having a future at Chelsea. So those are my thoughts on the game tomorrow. Let me know yours. Give me your predicted lineups in the comments below. Hopefully Chelsea can make it a nice start to 2024. I, I, I really hope that we can uh, confidently win, make it a comfortable afternoon or evening, or should I say. This game can give a platform to the likes of Alfie Gilchrist, can give a platform to the likes of Armando Breuer and maybe some others. I mean, will we see uh, Leo Castadine maybe get a chance off the bench? You know, I think that there is there is also room for that in this game. And I think people aren't being unfair to expect or just ask a little bit of that from Pochettino, especially if Chelsea are in a really comfortable position. I would expect if you've got academy players that you've put on the bench for this game that Pochettino likes to, now is the time to actually give them opportunities because as we saw with Alfie Gilchrist, some of those players are really hungry to take their opportunity when they're given it. Just quickly before I do wrap up the show, if you didn't check it out, it's on the channel now. Uh, I did my first episode, first edition of Morning Blues. It's a live morning show I'm doing once a week at the moment probably on a Friday morning, it was this week, where we just chill, we talk kind of uh, about a few things, we spoke about some non-Chelsea stuff, we spoke about how 
Taylor Swift fans are helping. A lot of Swifties are helping Cole Palmer try to win Player of the Month. Yes, Taylor Swift and uh, Cole Palmer was not two names I think I'd be connecting in 2024 on a Chelsea channel, but but here we are. And then on top of that, we spoke about Mikel Arteta, Arsenal hypocrisy, Andre Santos. I did dive into the Andre Santos situation and his future and my thoughts. So please go and check that out. Let me know your thoughts on the format. Follow me across socials at Sano Chelsea and I will see you again very soon. All the best. Sports Social Podcast Network. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.